Lady from Day is an original novel adapted for radio. Lady from Day is written and produced by April Sadowski. Previously on Lady from Day, Leah and Emta walk through the Gorlug Keep to find the servant quarters. Emta talks about her experience at the Keep with Leah and divulges a secret. Book 2. Something Wicked This Way Comes. Chapter 19. The Glorious Needle. Rowan and a despondent Siegfried were slowly and hesitantly following Mira through the village. Several villagers eyed them, and the men they passed stared at Mira more than anything else. It's no wonder she attracted attention. No matter where she went, she walked with a flow that looked like leaves falling from trees in the autumn. It was as though you were watching nature itself in human form. Sig was just as entranced, but Rowan's mind was more on the task at hand. He was just trying to mentally deal with the fact that he would be working in the Gorlag Keep, looking and acting as much of a lady as he could. He had also seen enough elegant and beautiful women in his life that Mira didn't entrance him too much. Siegfried and Rowan had been with Mira for a while now and began to trust her. They had finished with long days of training in different terrain and lighting, and they passed their knowledge down to the men that would follow to assist when they stole Leah away from the Gorlags. Still, what they were about to do was making them feel uncomfortable. Come now, here's a clothing store. Come in here. Let's see what we can find for you. They entered the garment shop. The shop was open-aired with large unglassed windows and wooden rafters with a partial loft where extra supplies and a spinning wheel and loom were located. As they entered, their noses were filled with the subtle smell of incense burning. They could see a door at the corner of the room. Light was shining through along with little bits of grass. There were moderately made dresses in the shop, but too frivolous for someone trying to pose as a servant. Let me speak to the seamstress, and I'll see if she has anything not displayed here that's out of season for you to wear. The two men blushed with embarrassment, but nodded, and looked around the room in stifled disinterest. They were trying to pretend to look like they weren't shopping when a lady came up next to them. Looking for something, my dears? Uh, well, um... (laughs) Nah, nah, it's all right. Men folk usually get this way when they're looking for presents for their women. What did you two have in mind? Both Siegfried and Rowan stood gawping, trying to think of something fast to say, but Mira had since glanced their way and saw their distress. She came to their rescue immediately. <laughs> I'm the wet nurse. Quite by irony, these two men's wives are giving birth at the same time. I've asked them to come here to find some birthing clothes for their women, so they won't dirty the good things. They've never been in a store such as this, and they live a bit away from this village, so they're not accustomed to such things. The shopkeeper nodded in understanding. Rowan and Siegfried exchanged glances between themselves in surprise at Mira, who had obviously recovered them from the downhill climb of the situation. Well, why didn't you boys say so? Two new daddies. Must be unusual, yes. You both aren't dressed too bad, so I didn't think you were wilderness men. Well, this here is one of the better villages, so I can see why the nurse took you here. Only the best for your pretty wives. I would hate to know how long it took you to get here. Well, best be getting along to your wives. I think I have just the thing. I'll be in my cellar for only a moment, dears. The plump woman waddled out through her back shop door, and when they heard the creak of the cellar door, 
They all breathed relief. Oh, I'm so glad she bought that. Thanks again, Mira. You really are good to have around in sticky situations. <laughs> it comes from living with the maple trees. I, 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 I really need to dress down, shouldn't I? Rowan looked down at his shirt. He didn't have too much time to get ready for the journey from arriving home, so he had taken some extra clothes that the royal seamstress had made for the army. They were fancy, but not flashy. The story may not have worked if I was dressed in my usual regalia. Hey, come on. You could almost pass as being normal. <laughs> almost doesn't count, Siegfried. They quieted as the shopkeeper came back through the door, arms laden with bolts of coarse, thick fabric. It didn't look at all comfortable, but for a birthing woman, the comfort of clothing didn't matter. I've got a couple dresses in this. Will the fabric do, miss? Quite nicely, yes. Both their wives are about as broad as their men, so if you could have something in that size. I could use some extra fabric as well, to use for coddling the new children. I'll use it as exterior and have a finer fabric from their houses for the interior of the baby coverings. Mira was very good at playing the part. Even with all the years of being in the forest, she might have been a green woman that ladies called upon to deliver their young ones. It would have explained her background knowledge of such things. Well then, I think I have something for this little man here. What's your name, sire? Um, Siegfried. Well, Siegfried, I might have to widen a dress for your wife, but you aren't too wide, so I think I could find something for you. About how tall are your wives, then? The average of the two men. Just the thing, just the thing. If you two can wait a bit, I'll be back with some sample dresses. Thank you, Miss... Gloria Nadel. Pleasure is all mine. My stars, you must feed your women well to be this husky. Me, I got this way for being the glorious needle. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> Glorious Needle. Glorious Needle? Ah, your name. Gloria Needle. It's got a nice twist to it. I think my parents knew I'd be a needleworker. My mother had such fine hands. It's the only thing on me that doesn't pudge out too much. <laughs> You know, this is the first time I've done a dress over a man. Sometimes men go to me for a tunic or need a bit of fabric for their necks in winter. Taylor Macon usually does the work for the men. But you know, once in that blue moon I have men coming to me. They say I do the best dress work in town. You boys come to the right place then. Something unusual like measuring up a dress for a woman on a man. <laughs> I never thought I'd see the day. <laughs> Gloria instructed the two men to take off their tunics so she could put the dresses over them. The dress Rowan had was very large, but not at all long. He now understood why Mira had asked for the extra fabric. Gloria didn't seem to have difficulties at all working with the dresses on the men. She wasn't kidding when she called herself a glorious needle, either. With all her skills, it wasn't surprising she had plenty of income. In no time at all, 
the two men were outside with packaged dresses and Mira by their side. Gloria waved them off, and they continued their mission. Rowan is played by Faithorn. Siegfried is played by Jaunty Hat. Mira is played by Randy Anderson. Gloria Nadel is played by Fiona Thrale. For other casts and credits, please visit www.ladyfromday.com. That's www.ladyfromday.com. Join us next time for the continuing story of Lady From Day. <laughs>